Unlawful, the film I made last summer. It's still doing well for itself, and it has just been accepted into the short film Block Party, which is taking place at Cinema Detroit. It's kind of like a little theater for independent films. I've never been there before, so I'm excited to see what it's like. This is happening on May 9th in Midtown in Detroit. That's my birthday. That's your birthday? That's my birthday. May 9th? Yeah. Well, happy birthday. Thank you. You're going to come to my film? No. <laughs> what day is that fall on? It's Wednesday. Oh, then definitely not. Yeah. I have better things to do on my birthday. Which do is, you? Every year, it feels like it falls on a on a weekday, middle of the week. Yeah? Yeah. I don't know. I don't like it. Well, do, would you prefer what you have or my birthday being in between Christmas and New Year's? Where no one acknowledges it. I guess it. mine, but like <laughs> that 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 sucks. <laughs> At first, I think, oh, you just get a ton of presents. Then no, and then I realize, well, you know, I, I like to have my my uh, birthday be like the like breaking up the year. You know, yes, like it's my birthday is like the halfway point to. Christmas. I think May is a great uh, time for your it's birthday. It's a great too. time. You can go out, do stuff. Yes. Like and it's not like miserable, freezing cold. And you have kind of a celebration week because that's a few days after Cinco de Mayo. If yeah, you celebrate wow, Cinco de Jesus. Mayo. I, that, that's a week that I just am non-functioning as an adult, <laughs> I realize. <laughs> From Cinco de Mayo to my birthday, just nothing gets accomplished in my world at all. <laughs> that's foolish. What, uh, so you're excited about this film festival, huh? Yeah, you know, it's, um, it, I think it's the first one they're doing officially for, again, it's short film block party. And, you know, we I don't get a lot of opportunities to see its screen in Southeast Michigan because I got a couple, one's in Toledo, one's in Windsor. While those are relatively close, it's not Southeast Michigan. So maybe I'll get some people to come out to this one. Maybe. Um, weren't we planning a road trip to Windsor? I think we're still trying to plan it. I'm, I'm in. If are I, you if in? If I have the days off, I'm in. I need to get my enhanced license, personally. See, I know others. The, the problem... Yeah, I gotta get mine, too. Yeah. The problem is, uh, like, now with my work, since I requested so much time off for Vegas, mm -hmm. I can't request any more time off. Or at least I don't think oh. I should, you know? Well, you know, the film... Okay, actually, you do work kind of weird hours sometimes. I do. I've worked very... Because I was going to say that uh, my film doesn't screen until like 11.30 at night. So you could have time before or after kind of that late. But yeah, it's kind of a toss-up for you. Usually, it works one of two ways with me. I work like five really short... Or like four really short shifts or five really short shifts in a week. Or I'll work three shifts that are all like 12 hours long. <laughs> and, you know, like... And I have the rest of the week off. So it's... I, I have no... There's no consistency... I think I said it in the last podcast, but my sleep schedule is ruined. I don't, I don't know when I'm supposed to ah. sleep. I can't sleep. <laughs> I don't sleep during the day. I don't sleep at night. My body is just basically confused by all measures. I don't know what to do. Uh, I feel like you because the, every, like, every other time I come in and do a podcast with you, you're like, Kenny, got three hours of sleep. That's not happening anymore. You know why? Why? Because I've graduated now. Hey, there you go. So I so don't you can get all the sleep you want <laughs> in your search for a full time employment. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> What's uh what where's your first avenues? Where are you starting? What? Where where are you trying to like seek full time employment at? You know, I do part time real estate and I have to have that conversation and that's see your drone if, stuff. Yes, that's my drone stuff. I have to see um whether or not I can, you know, work enough there. And if not, I'll have to pretty much have a few part time things that equate to a full time. Yeah, that's uh, that's the post collegiate struggle is yes. the, uh, the search for gainful employment. Mm -hmm. um, that's kind of sort of what I'm doing. I have to probably be do what I'm doing for like two years before mm -hmm. I can be employed full time in any capacity in radio. Mm -hmm. So because you're part time right now, yeah, I'm part time, and I'm, you still do Lyft. Yes, I, I still drive for Lyft. Is there anything else you do? No. 
Okay, so it's so two part-time jobs. That- yeah, basically when I'm not working at uh, at the radio station, what I do is I just drive a whole lot. And that's where I make money. <laughs> and, and lose some money, but I make a lot of money too. Which Lyft, is a little... I'm still, I'm not trying to do an ad for Lyft or anything, but I'm so <laughs> like just in general, like the driving services like Lyft or like Uber or like there's like DoorDash now and like Grubhub uh-huh. and these other places that'll deliver food to you. I don't see why more people don't do those unless unless you like have an unreliable car or something, mm-hmm. or you're really worried about really worried about putting miles on your car. Mm-hmm. It's like the easiest way to make money. I don't understand why people don't do like any of those services, not just specifically Lyft, mm-hmm. but like they they seem to be to me. The easiest way to make money and the quickest mm-hmm. way to make money. I saw a commercial recently, and I was thinking about this. There's an app now. Maybe it's been around. I haven't noticed, but it's for walking people's dogs. So it's kind of like an Uber for dog walkers. I think I heard of that like a year ago. I don't, I don't think it was super popular, but I guess if they're making commercials. Now, yeah, they're making commercials and everything. There's those. I always see the the services, too, that like deliver a box of whatever to your door every month. Oh. Whether it be like isn't food that just, or like yeah. men's products or like... There, there was one that was I found particularly funny. <laughs> That I was going to do for my friend and just not tell him mm-hmm. and just have something delivered to his door every month. I was going <laughs> to, I think, I, I could be wrong. You could look it up after or whatever. But I think the service was called uh, Sock Panda or something sock like that. Sock Panda. And they would just deliver festive, like, high socks to your door every month for, like, like $9 a month or something. <laughs> so I was just going to have, like, a buddy of mine who who doesn't really, like, he's kind of he's kind of weird about stuff like that. I was going to just... I know his reaction would be like, why is all these socks coming to my door every month? Who keeps sending me these socks? But that, that was probably one of the goofier ideas I, I've had. I think I was going to do that for around Christmas time and just see if, uh, if maybe he would, if he would keep the service going or not. Mm-hmm. I think it would be funny. What kind of socks do you like, Thomas? Do you like high socks, low socks? Do you like festive I think, socks? I, I think just plain ankle socks are fine. Okay. Yeah. Good talk. Good talk. Yeah. <laughs> what do you got going on besides film in your life, buddy? Well, to bring it back to graduation real quick, I think it's interesting because I graduated from the same venue, the arena, mm-hmm. as I did in high school. I walked across the same stage and... Oh. <laughs> yeah, the same. So the second time around, I'm like, this is nothing. I got this. <laughs> what do you mean, this is nothing? I got... It's the same stage from your high school diploma to your I, college degree. Uh, you're right, except the, the balloons and everything were probably different colors or whatever. Well, okay... Uh, my high school was red and gold, and now it's just black and gold. So, so one of the balloons, one of the balloons different. was different. They save a ton of money on balloons. <laughs> I can just use the ones from the high school. No, but to me, I've always found that like walking in graduation, mm-hmm. I hated it. I thought it was the dumbest <laughs> thing ever. Whether it was, it was way more of a, like a show for your parents. Yes, than, that's than mostly why I did it, mostly for their sake. If your parents said, you know what, you don't have to walk for graduation. You can just graduate and not walk across a big stage. Mm-hmm. Would you have done it? Um, I think it's possible. I would have never done it, it's, it especially in high school. Oh, if I, oh, I see what you mean. In high school or now, like if I were to graduate, mm-hmm. I would never. If I could opt out of walking across the stage and just graduating, getting my diploma sent in the mail or whatever, mm-hmm. I would do that so much faster. But you know, on the flip side, it does kind of feel nice to have that closure where it's like, you know, you need a funeral when someone dies. You don't just go on living life without it. Like, this is the moment where you're like, yes, it's You know what I would now. do then? I would have a party at my house. Just a party? I would have a party with a bunch of my friends, and that would be it. Hmm. We'd have a great time, especially this time of year since it's so nice out. That to me would be much more enjoyable than be stuck in a like a stuffy, cramped auditorium, and you know I overheat easy, so I know that that I'd be sweating like <laughs> five minutes into that thing. <laughs> yeah, no. If I could, I think mine was at the Palace for Eisenhower because we had a gigantic ass graduating class. 
Wait, how big was your class? I, dude, I don't remember the number. Was it bigger than five hundred? I don't know. It what probably. It was enough to pretty much it, to fill a lot of space in the palace. Huh. But uh, yeah, if I could opt out of do, even though it was at the oh, graduating at the palace, that sounds so the palace of Auburn Hills. Yeah. That. That sounds so exciting. I mean, yeah, on paper it does, but as soon as I got there, I was like, this is miserable. I want to go home. Like, do I, I, I Do I have to be here? I think I texted my mom and said, can we just go? Like, is, is, it, is it pot? And she was like, no, you're walking. You know what happened? What happened to me is that um, I walked across the stage and then they had a little stuff after my ceremony. And they said, we want to take a moment to thank everyone who... Uh, this commencement wouldn't be possible without everyone. Please give a round of applause for your parents, family, and friends. And you know, I was clapping, and I turned back to see where my family was, and they left. <laughs> <laughs> they were waiting outside. After I walked, they got up and apparently didn't stay for the rest of the commencement. I wouldn't stay. I wouldn't go if I had the choice. Though. <laughs> That's my problem. Is like th- those to me and the speeches. My God. You know what would make those about a million times better if they just like, all right, here's your diploma, out, yeah. go, let's move, let's get this thing rolling. I've never met those people that are giving these speeches that are trying to inspire me. I don't care. Mm-hmm. Even, I, the last thing I'm ever going to be inspired by is somebody giving me a speech at graduation. You know what? Because I'm already, my motivation is already completely plummeted after I've received this diploma. I don't care what you have to say, who you're affiliated with, what you've accomplished <laughs> in your entire life. I, have, I don't care who you are. I don't want to be in this room. You will, if you inspire me, it'll be a goddamn miracle. There is nothing in the world besides like a slice of pizza at that point and a nap that is ever going to inspire me. Graduation is pointless. Just give me my diploma. Send it in the mail. It doesn't even have to be first class. Just give it to me whenever you feel like. Just send me like a copy on like email or something. I don't need it to be on fancy paper. As long as I have it, I don't don't need to go through the dog the pony show of of the stupid graduation. I think it's pointless. You know, uh, one of the speakers at my commencement, they spent like five minutes talking about Harold and the Purple Crayon. Do you remember that book? No, I don't. That's how they were trying to inspire us. Harold could draw anything. You know what the problem? You nailed it. You said it. I don't think you realize you said it, though. Hmm. One of the speakers. There doesn't need to be any speakers. (laughs) Like maybe a quick word from like the president of the university or something. Be like, yo, good job, guys. Let's get this thing rolling. That's the ideal length of a speech, in my opinion. Anything beyond that is too much. It's too much, uh, too much festivity, mm-hmm. too much, you know. They fake you out, too, because we were near the end, and the speaker said, I'm the last person between you and your celebration, so I'll make this brief. And everyone had a sigh of relief at that point. But then there was another speaker after that, and that person apparently didn't get the memo. So that was Just hearing about that makes me angry. Yeah. I don't like being stuck in a room. <laughs> you know, like, when you're at, like, a party, and, like, when you were a little kid, it feels like the same way, like when you're at like a family function that you don't want to be at, you're a little kid, your parents stay for one more like beer or one more like drink or something. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, we're going to be here a while. Like, it's the same feeling. You just feel <laughs> trapped in a situation. It's like being in line. It's like being like oh, in no. any situation that you're just trapped in. That to me, nothing frustrates me more than being like trapped, mm-hmm. like trapped in a room, trapped in traffic. It's all the most irritating stuff. It's the dumbest, dumbest activities you, you have. Mm-hmm. Graduation is one of them. I'd rather be sitting at home. I'd rather be literally anywhere else. I'd rather be at my home. I'd rather be at work making money, doing yeah. something productive. It's a whole foolish dog and pony show. It's it's interesting. It doesn't definitely. need it does it's not necessary. I don't know. I'm not yeah. gonna complain anymore about it's it. It's okay. It's just it's it's funny to me. Especially like I said, I was in the same place, but I was also pretty much in the same spot, <laughs> like a few rows back, stage left. Oh. 
that was it. But you know, I did it twice now, and I think I'm done. <laughs> if you came back for like a like another degree, like a master's, dude, I don't think I don't know. I wouldn't. Even if I got like a doctorate of something, a I doctorate, yeah. I don't know. That's such a conflict of. I don't know because I mean, wouldn't you nope. be proud of yourself having a doctorate? Oh, I'd be, I'd be proud as hell of myself. Absolutely, I would be. Mm-hmm. But you I would have a giant party and do so. I would celebrate it in a way that's valuable to me. And I guess the difference between you and I is that a ceremony like that is not it serves zero value to me, like none. Mm-hmm. To you, it sounds like there's a little bit of value somewhere. Yeah, in there. I agree. There's some value. I do wish it was a lot quicker. I, I of course, I wish it was just handing out of the degrees. I don't need all the speakers, but I still kind of like the closure that it provides. Yeah, it, it is. A, it is a, like a grandiose ceremony type of deal. And for for you, that might be what you you might value that a little. Mm-hmm. I value that zero. And it's not even saying that in jest. I value that zero. <laughs> if I if I could just have if I could celebrate it in a way that is valuable to me, like have a big party with all of my closest friends from from Oakland, if that were or from like high school, if that were the case, you know, like that would be to me so much more valuable. I could I could celebrate the ending of an era of my life with the people that I love the most from that era. Mm-hmm. That to me far outreaches anything that being stuck in an auditorium would do. That's just my that's just the way I look at it though. And I mean, you may value it a little, even if it was like the highest degree I could ever accomplish, wouldn't matter. Just give me my piece of paper. That means that I'm more valuable than I was mm-hmm. before I got the piece of paper. What is the highest? Is that PhD? I have no idea. You're asking the wrong guy. <laughs> You're literally asking the wrong guy. But yeah, no, it, and to me, that that's the whole thing too, is this piece of paper nonsense. Yeah. Can we, can we... Please, as a society, agree that that piece of paper, the collegiate piece of papers, mm-hmm. pieces of papers, are the most overrated thing in the world. Don't you wish it was a statue? Kind of, now that you mention it. Yeah, that wouldn't be... That'd be so much cooler. <laughs> Get a piece of paper. Here's a statue engraved with your name, and it's a statue of you. Yes! You know what would know be even better? It was, yes. It's a statue of you doing the proudest thing that you've that you were able to accomplish in your collegiate years. So if like, and it doesn't have to be academic. Oh no, sir. If your proudest accomplishment was like getting drunkenly into a fight with your neighbor and like winning or something, (laughs) then you could have a beer in one hand and a fist held up. That would be your statue. You get to customize your statue completely. Now you may have to probably spend a little bit of your own money doing so. Tuition might go up a bit. (laughs) But beats the hell out of a cap and gown. It does. Just saying. Just saying. Yeah, no, that, that the piece of paper discussion is, is one that like unless you're like going into like a field of like science mm-hmm. where you need concrete knowledge of things. Yeah, like a, like like or the medical field, something like that. Like you need you need that piece of paper. Mm-hmm. That piece of paper doesn't just prove that, you know, you passed it. You slept through a couple of classes. A piece of paper proves that like you're ready to, you know, impact someone's life, like life mm-hmm. and death style. Not like hear a goofy voice like me on the radio. <laughs> like to me, experience in the field is so much more important than a piece of paper. No? Yeah. Like. It helps, but. It helps. I will say this. In, at, at Oakland University, and it's not a dig at the university. It's, mm-hmm. it's a dig at the at universities. The system. And, the system, yeah. I took, in my time here, my four or five years here, however long I spent wasting my time here. I took one class uh-huh. that was valuable in the least bit towards to like my future. One class, one. What was that class? It was it was broadcasting. It was broadcasting operations or something. Okay. With Gene Fogel. Shout out Gene Fogel. They did you dirty, buddy. You got pushed out. 
Oh, um, but uh, yeah, he, and he was he was like an inspiration to me because he was he would always tell me like you have a really good voice. I like you know what you bring to the table. I think you could have a future in this, and that really like impacted me. That was the, hearing that was was great, mm-hmm. and you know he kind of guided me along the right path. He definitely encouraged me to pursue my future here. This was like my first or second year at Oakland, hmm. but in this room specifically this room and the, the live studio over there that's you know this this is where i did every ounce of learning of any it was more valuable than any class i've ever taken was what i've done in in this room or in that room mm-hmm. and you know like i guess if th- that's what college was you know preparing me with i guess mission accomplished but it's all experience in the field i went into my job at, at a major market radio station and I was like, I sat down on my first day and, and one of the, uh, the guy that was training me, um, he said, Hey, do you know how to use Adobe audition? Uh, Cause that's kind of what we use. It's like industry standard. I was mm-hmm. like, yes, I do. Mm-hmm. Not because of any class that I took here, but because I was, you know, I was getting my feet wet. I was, you know, sticking my fingers in the mud a little bit and, you know, learning. And that, that to me was way, way more valuable than anything in a, in a classroom. They used there used to be a broad before my time here, there was a broadcasting major. Was there a broadcasting major yes, at this university? At the, I believe so. No kidding. Before my time, I think it was. The, I think the year that I got here was the year they eliminated it, which is like, okay, what are we doing? I here? would have totally double majored if that were an right. But that's that's the thing is like you have a radio station in your basement that won back to back to back station of the year awards in Michigan. That means they beat we beat schools like MSU, Grand Valley, schools with really good radio Central, stations. Yeah. yeah, like really good radio stations. MSU has a production team. Like mm-hmm. you are a production team all by yourself. <laughs> no, legitimately, they have one. They have a couple people record the voice tracks, and then a couple people edit it, and then a couple people do other stuff with it. You need that many people for all that? They do, and they still couldn't beat us. And it's freaking MSU. We're not talking about some hole in the wall school. We're not talking about some Horizon League school like we are. You know, hole in the wall school. <laughs> right. We're not talking about a commuter school in the middle of you know. Auburn Hills. <laughs> that's not what we're talking about. That's that nowhere. <laughs> and what do they do? And you have this broadcasting establishment in your basement that does such great work. And what do you do to help grow them and help build them? Mm-hmm. Oh, you eliminate the broadcasting major. <laughs> that's my problem with this. That's my problem with this whole thing. These universities don't care about your growth. They care about making money. That's why do you think you have to take so many classes? That is true. Why do you, why did why did I have to learn about bony fish in Bio One Hundred and One? <laughs> <laughs> the mitochondria is the powerhouse of the cell i don't care it, that uh, by the way that meme is probably my favorite meme of all time because it summarizes exactly how i feel about college yeah is the mitochondria is the the powerhouse of the cell it's like if i leave this university <laughs> knowing nothing else i will remember that the damn mitochondria is the powerhouse of the cell what does that mean thomas what I functional knowledge know. unless you are specifically going into like microbiology does that serve uh, you no i got a d None. freshman high school biology so I, I can't tell you that i get it in high school when they're trying to like help you figure out what you want to do yeah. they have to expose you to the sciences even if the maths i mean but in high school too i mean you don't know who you are yet i feel school. like you don't need that all four years of high school though that's what no, i could I'd argue with that. i'd agree mm-hmm. with that um, the other thing that I have a problem too, speaking of high school, is that it, it wasn't there or isn't there a bill that's trying to allow like 16 or 17 year olds to vote? Is there? If there is. That's- and I, I think there was because I'm 100% sure I read it like on Twitter or on Facebook and w- when it's on the internet. Gotta mm-hmm. be true. So. <laughs> <laughs> What's your source? The Onion? <laughs> right. It, it might as well be because I think that's the most ridiculous sounding assertion that anybody could make mm-hmm. that they, they should be allowed to vote. Mm-hmm. Because. I look at myself back in high school and I look at a lot of my friends 
the ones that I stayed close with and the ones that I didn't. And I'm not saying they're bad people. Of course not. Yeah. But looking back on that time in my life, there's no way I should have been allowed to impact any executive decision making <laughs> on, on a country or even a statewide level, even a local government wide level. Do you understand how irresponsible everyone was in high school? <laughs> Do you understand how drunk everyone got at our prom and, and homecoming? Oh, wow. They're 16 year olds hammered. They, they took out people in cuffs. They had breathalyzers. Oh, yeah, you want those guys to vote? What are you on, crack? You're the one that shouldn't be allowed to vote, you stupid idiot. What's wrong with you? Hey, hey, do, do me a favor. Walk through a high school, any high school, pick one, any, any city, any, any country, or any county, a, a, anywhere. Go into a high school, take a lap. Go uh, during, like, when everyone is walking around between classes, take a lap. Go around, see, see the sights. Treat it like the zoo. Walk around, eat some popcorn. Take your camera, grab a few pictures, maybe a video or two, and then look back at your footage. Review it, comb through it with a deep, with a fine tooth comb, and tell me that those people should be allowed to vote. Because you will find, good sir or madam, to whom it may concern, that you're a fool. <laughs> Foolish. God, it makes me so mad. It's like, oh, you want this country to be worse? Oh, you thought Donald Trump was bad? Oh, you thought Bush was bad? Oh, you thought anybody, any of our leaders, even Obama. Oh, you didn't like Obama? You thought that was bad? Oh, what do you think these high schoolers are going to come up with? Yeah, they're going to uh, better ideas. We had, we had, even when we have responsible voters, Thomas, we have response. We allowed a guy to be mayor of Detroit that stole all the money. <laughs> oh, and, and we want kids to be able to vote? What's the matter with you? What is I get it. We're trying to include everybody. We're trying to make it all for one, one for all. We're trying to make everybody feel welcome and at home. They're high school kids. You know how many dumb things I did in high school? Oh, shortly after he got he got very I didn't get drunk in high school. Wink, wink. Slowly after he was not drinking alcohol at, at age seventeen, he went to the voters' box and started voting on things. <laughs> Idiots. These morons. Who do you think you are? Thomas, oh. do you have any counterpoint to this? Because even if you agree with me, <laughs> do you have any, any like, devil's advocate that you could play? Is there anything? Because you're a relatively smart guy. Oh, I'm a relatively you. smart guy, I think. <laughs> and, you know, between the two of us, I'd like to think that we could come up with one thing that they'd, they'd come back and say, yes, well, I see your point, but... And, and I can't think of any reasonable thing that, that trumps or even comes close to what I've just said. <laughs> There's nothing. There's not a damn thing. I didn't realize I was going to talk about this on your <laughs> podcast. This is all coming out. <laughs> this is apparently a trigger for you. <laughs> I don't think it's a trigger. <laughs> Are you Maybe. kidding me? I didn't speak for the last five minutes. <laughs> I'm going to have to rename this I'm the Kenny, Kenny Cott podcast. That's why I'm asking your opinion. It's because clearly I've hijacked it. <laughs> I don't even think I want to touch it. <laughs> no, 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 no. I want to have a reasonable discussion. Oh I gosh. just don't believe there's reasonable... I had talking points coming into this, and we haven't talked about any of I'm them. I'm sorry, Thomas. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't mean to ruin it or steal it from you. <laughs> I just realized how dumb it was, and the more I realized it, the angrier I got about it. <laughs> Stupid. I'm sorry, Thomas. I'm, I won't say another word for the last five minutes. <laughs> I can't talk all by myself. What do you, I mean, reasonably, like, honestly, do you have anything? I mean, yes, the there are some high schoolers, some who 
are fairly capable individuals. Sure. Some people mature sure. at a younger age. Absolutely. But w there are 18 and 19 and 20 year olds who are crazy people who shouldn't be voting. So why would you want to increase that pool of people for yeah. more of them to be voting? Because it be, takes some people longer to mature. You'd be making the ratio of mature, rational voters a lot more in favor of the immature. You'd be changing the ratio in such a way that you would make it a higher volume of immature, you know, not really emotionally or mentally developed individuals mm -hmm. in that you'd be putting more in that pool. Yeah. Because at that point, those like that 15 to 20 year range, if you ask me, people aren't like set in stone about what their beliefs even are. So how can you throw people out there who are making these big decisions for everyone else when yeah. they're not even sure about what they're voting for? It's not possible. Thomas, there was a kid in my high school who wrote a bomb threat on the bathroom wall in poop. Oh, my god! We, we referred to him as the poop bandit. <laughs> now, shortly after, he gets out of his busy day at high school, and he goes in and, and affects you know, government on even, a, on even a very, very localized level. This is not what I want. This is, not, this is not the change for the future that I think is going to benefit everyone involved. I guarantee you... When D's nuts was on the ballot, oh, there was God, a guy was from real. like Virginia or something. Yeah, D's nuts, and he was like winning his state for a minute. <laughs> I guarantee you, if high schoolers were allowed to vote, D's nuts would have a position in office. Yeah, definitely foolish. You know, Kenny, I'm I'm starting to fear for your health. Why? <laughs> you gotten you got gotten heated there. up and down here, dude. A few my, times. It's my blood pressure, my heart. <laughs> Like you, you said after Vegas, huh? you don't think I'll be alive by 50 or 40 or whatever. You don't think I'll make it to 40. You've said 50 before. I'm not going to make it to 50. <laughs> I'm too, like, isn't the theory, I read, I think I read somewhere when I was, and this is me not doing my research, speaking directly. No, I think a teacher told to me. No, okay. it was, it was a health teacher. So maybe I'm not oh, speaking out okay. of turn here. But uh, yeah, it was my health teacher in like junior high. She was like, uh, the leading, one of the leading causes of death is like, it, it attributes back to stress levels. Like people who are less stressed out live longer. It's just the way it works. So in that theory, I may not make it to fifty. <laughs> but do you do you buy that? Is that is that a real thing? You think? I I think definitely stress plays a role in health. Obviously, I think there's scientific fact behind right. that. So yeah, I won't be alive um, by fifty. It's very simple. I don't know. I don't know how much it would shorten your life by. I, oh. I don't imagine more than like five years. No, I think that's the difference between like eighty and ninety. I mean, stressed out people sometimes they do more like drugs. Maybe I don't know to try maybe, and yeah, counter maybe, it. Maybe stressed out people do more things in stress. And like they eat worse. They yeah, they, their lifestyle and that is stuff not as healthy on top of it. But I think just stress alone. I don't know if it has more than five years of a difference. I don't know if it does either. But whatever, if if that is the case. There's no, not a chance. Not a chance. <laughs> fifty is is a is a high ceiling for me. So if you make it to fifty one, are we gonna like have a blowout party? Or we're gonna try to kill me? <laughs> because at fifty, my quality of life is going to be very poor. Oh no, I'm not. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Let me to get too dark there. I want you to live to seventy. I want to live until the point where things start breaking down, and like, and I don't want to live past the age where things are starting to break down and they can't fix it anymore. I don't want to live to that age. That sounds horrible. So, like, that's right around 40s, 50s, like, middle-aged, getting older, getting into the I elderly realm. I think it realm. depends on how you're going to take care of yourself up until then, Poorly. too, though. You? Poorly. Poorly. I don't know. I don't, I don't even have time to, to treat myself poorly anymore. 
Like I don't have I don't have the time to you know what? The only thing that will get me is fast food. Because my sleeping schedule is sporadic now. I'm not getting proper sleep. That's that's a negative in the life department. My that I have to rush places because I'm tired all the time. And that makes me eat fast food because that's the only time I'll be able to put any anything in my body. That's a negative. There's on my still life. time to change though. And all that stuff stresses me out. That's a negative. And that's causing me to do all these things in circular effect. That's uh that's negative. It's all it's all but I'm happy, you know? Okay. That's that's positive. That is positive. You know, I feel like I'm making progress. You know, in my laughter life. adds uh, years to your life. And try to be around people that make me laugh and smile. Mm-hmm. Try to make surround myself with people that only make me uh, positive instead of negative. So that's a plus. Maybe you'll make it right up to the point where you retire and then you die right after retirement. <laughs> I'd, I'd be okay with that. I'd be okay with that. Really? Yeah. That's a kind of ironic if you ask me. Nah. I want to live as long as I'm happy. And then once I stop being genuinely happy inside, then I don't know if I want to live anymore. That sounds morbid sure. when I say it that way. But when kind I'm genuinely of. not happy with my quality of life, uh-huh. then I no longer want to be alive. We're starting to take a dark turn here. Let's not. Let's, let's wrap this up. That's, yeah, that's, that's a good idea. If, if you'd like to listen to my show today. It's not today when it gets released, probably. Or is it? We are releasing it today, but it won't be till like tonight. Oh, okay. I've been bad. I used to release them like in the morning, but we're all over social media and... Thomas Butcher, the name is out there. I think I'm the most popular Thomas Butcher on Google now. <laughs> That's good. That's good. If you search Thomas Butcher, because uh, there's like a thousand of us, if, apparently. If yes. you search. Thomas. Yes, if you do. If that's something you decide to choose <laughs> to spend your free time as. I, I love this as a running joke now. Is like, make the, call, the not calls to action as wordy and stupid sounding as possible. Now, listener friends, if you have a second and if you seek entertainment, you can find it. And here's how you can find it. If, Just make it as long-winded as possible. If boredom plagues your life and you wish to do something about that. If. Yes, if. You don't have to. We're not forcing you. We're not telling you to. But if you choose to. <laughs> this is stupid. This is getting stupid. Let's stop All this. All right. Bye. It's over.